How many of you are stuck in careers you don't like or have a situation that you would like to change? Many times it is fear that is keeping us stuck. Welcome to the Empowerment Zone with Ramona Houston, where we zone in on black and brown relations and our journey to empowering our communities. Today I'm having a conversation with Donna King, Chief Visionary Officer and Head Designer of P. Sherrod and Company, an Atlanta-based leather lifestyle brand founded in 2009. Donna shares her story of how she pressed through fear to build a successful company. I hope you are inspired by my conversation with Donna and see why it is so important for us to persevere through fear. And as you know, the holiday season is upon us. So make sure you visit her website to find those special gifts for your loved ones. Enjoy our conversation and see show notes for more information about Donna King and Pisha Rod and Company. Today, I have Donna King of Pisha Rod and Company, and I'm so delighted to have you, uh, Donna, to join me today. Welcome to the Empowerment Zone. Thank you for having me, Ramona. I'm excited to, to be here with you as well. So uh, could you tell me a little bit of background about yourself and how you started Pisha Rod and Company? Uh, sure. Um, it, the irony of it all is, you know, when you think about people who are in this industry, fashion and uh, design, they usually have some sort of extensive background <laughs> in fashion design, have been to design school. We're here in Atlanta, so SCAD. Um, but ironically enough, that's not my story. And I have a background in journalism. I worked with um, CNN for a couple of years, which is who brought me to Atlanta. Um, and then I um, went to Clark, got my MBA, and went to IBM for a couple of years. But I always knew that my spirit was always creative. Um, and I never had an opportunity to really explore that until I took a trip to South America and came across a leather tanning company. It was a family-owned company, and they had beautiful strips of leather hanging from the ceiling. And I was just inspired by it. I was inspired by them because they were so um, pleasant and just a family just trying to hustle and, and, and you know, make a way for themselves. Um, and honestly, it was at that time, I was like, you know what, I would really like to work with them and do something. Now, mind you, again, no background in design, no background mm -hmm. in leather, but um, I was inspired and went back again to South America. I actually had a friend who lived there um, and, you know, it was only a matter of time that P. Sherrod was born. I decided I want to do handbags. I love fashion. I've always loved fashion um, and I love handbags. And so um, it was just a good mix a good uh, fit and um that's kind of how the business was discovered if that makes uh, any sense to you but um but yeah so that that's that's the beginning of Pisharad and that was in 2009 when that happened and then 2010 was when I you know went to the secretary of state and did all of that good stuff wow <laughs> just from a trip you were on vacation <laughs> <laughs> trip. So, so tell us about P. Sherrod. Uh, 
what type of company is it? What do you, what do you do? You know, you talk about fashion and handbags, but what is it that distinguishes P. Sherrod from other uh, companies? So I define P. Sherrod as a leather lifestyle bag um, that people carry. So it's able to carry you from every component of your life. And, and honestly, when I started using leather lifestyle, I was thinking, you know, not just handbags at the time, because honestly, you know, I would love to go into um, home decor. And so I have an idea of expansion and scaling the business. Um, but in terms of what we do right this moment is we design and manufacture leather handbags for women, uh, for every component of their life, for work, for play. We do clutches, we do um, we have accessories. Um, and so what distinguishes us is that um, some people don't realize that a lot of the larger brands uh, don't actually use leather. Um, and so a lot of it is either PVC or some sort of, you know, man-made material, which is great because of, of the the whole component of vegan uh, people using vegan bags, but they sell it at a price point that's much higher than what you would anticipate <laughs> for, for non-leather uh, material. But the good thing about P. Sherrod is that we do sell 100% genuine leather handbags and we distinguish ourselves by being moderately priced. Our price point is very convenient for the working woman. Um, we also design with a very classic um, point of view. And so you'll see our bags and they're very clean lined, um, inspired by kind of old Hollywood fashion. Um, and so those are probably the two most distinguishing components of, of the business is the design component where you won't see a bunch of bells and whistles. I know out there, the market is huge in terms of handbags and you got all kinds hardware and but we let the leather speak for itself and so that would definitely be a distinguishing factor for for the brand so where do you get your inspiration you talk about designing uh different types of bags uh how do you come up with your ideas um it, it could be a number of things be um a person <laughs> it could be a color um, it could be a, a texture that I come across. So it can be anything that I see, like it would just go across my, my, my vision and I would, I would be inspired by something. Um, so I have a, a bag called the Joan C, which is inspired by Joan Clayton from Girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> And it's a very clean line tote bag. You know, you can envision a, a lawyer of her caliber kind of carrying it. So it could be a number of things, um, to be honest with you, from people to textures, to colors, to dreams. Um, so it's a variety of things. So when you look at building your company, what are some of the challenges that you've had in building a piece of and how did you overcome those challenges? Yeah, I think, uh, Ramona, some of the challenges that I first experienced is um, being able to keep pushing because initially no was like a four or five time occurrence every day, you know, no, we're not interested. No, we don't want your bags. No, please stop calling us. Please stop. Um, 
you know, knocking on our doors, um, just trying to get boutiques and stores to show some level of interest. Um, and so I think the challenge was getting over that hump because once you get that first yes, you're inspired to continue to get the next yes and the next yes. Um, and so for me, it was that challenge of, okay, um, should I do this? Um, I was working at EM for a number of years and, you know, that direct deposit every two weeks is a, is a good thing, <laughs> you know, in terms <laughs> of membership, um, you don't have that stability um, that you would when you work for in a corporate environment. So, you know, you continue to get those no's and you're like, am I going to give up my direct deposit every two weeks for, you know, for, for this type of situation? Um, but it was funny because I always tell the story how I wasn't the one that was fearless in pursuing doing entrepreneurship full time. IBM really told me, okay, we're done with you. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> um, and at that time, I was like, okay, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and, and move forward with it. So um, that, that challenge of taking that leap or knowing when to take the leap is, um, is, is, was a huge challenge for me um, initially. Um, and then ironically enough, IBM called me back. So I went back to, the, to IBM, funny enough, uh, still wasn't confident enough in myself in, in entrepreneurship, but I went back again. Um, but then that second time around, I said, you know what, I'm going to do this. And I'm, you know, I'm going to do it 100%. So, um, so yes, that challenge of that first leap when do I take it? How do I take it? How do I know that I'm ready to take it? Yeah. So, you know, talking about taking a leap of faith, you know, here at the Empowerment Zone, we're all about empowering in other people through our own stories. So what type of message or inspirational message would you give to people who have dreams of being an entrepreneur or have other types of dreams of changing jobs, of of doing something that is outside of their comfort zone, how would you inspire them through through your own uh, life? Yeah, so it's so funny because I think if you had you asked that question to me about two months ago, it might've been a little bit different, but I see things differently. I had a, a death, I lost my mom recently. And so- Condolences to you. Thank you. Um, I see things so much differently and how precious and short life is. I know it's so it's such a cliche to say that because people say that all the time, you know, especially after um, after COVID and the pandemic and people were in the house and everyone was saying how short life was. But when it's so personal, when you experience death so firsthand, you know how short and precious life can be. And so I say to those individuals that it is critical that you realize how short and precious it is and, and take that time to do whatever makes you happy, right? Mm -hmm. So if there's something that makes you happy, if there's something that doesn't make you happy, don't do that, you know? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so here we are in jobs for 10, 20 years um, and we're not happy. And so it's, it's, it's just, uh, it's just not a good thing to stay in something like that. So I encourage, even when there's fear, there's some good, there's something good about fear too, 
um, that pushes you. But even when there's fear involved, uh, take that leap, find what it is that makes you happy and do and do just that. It's so critical. Uh, it's so important because had I not, um, I wouldn't be my boss right now. I, mm-hmm. I love the fact that I'm my own boss. You know, mm-hmm. I love the fact that I get to, you know, don't get me wrong. It's some, some challenges every day, um, you know, running a business because I am a solopreneur. So that means I do almost everything. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, take, take that leap. Absolutely. And so what's keeping you uh, motivated now in terms of you talked about growing your business, scaling your business, you have a vision for the future, but what, you know, you talk about all these challenges, what's keeping you moving forward every day? What's keeping you driving you and your business? Yeah. When, when I weigh the pros and cons of being my own boss versus working in a corporate environment, it far outweighs um, those mm-hmm. 15, 20 years that I worked in a, in a corporate environment. So although it's very challenging, I wouldn't want to be in any other space. It feels so amazing to see the benefits and the fruits of my labor, to see that I was you know, able to get my brand into major department stores like Belk and Macy's, to see that I was featured on you know, CBS television, The Young and the Restless. Every time I'm inspired by something else that comes along and says, look what you can do. Um, and so who, who would want to give that up? And so it's just that one next step that I'm going to take to inspire myself. I don't know what it's going to be, but you know, I'm waiting on Oprah. <laughs> I heard that. I heard that. Oprah, if you're listening, she's waiting on you. Donna King, P. Sherrod and company. <laughs> <laughs> but you're like uh yeah Don I want you to be in my favorite things you know that kind of <laughs> that next thing that keeps you going like oh wow another thing another hump another hump that I'm getting over all of these great amazing things that's coming to the brand so it's it's, it's twofold it's it's makes me feel good but it's also letting me know that I'm doing something right so I, I love the successes you talked about, and I, I want you to expand on the CBS, uh, the uh, the the um, the stories. Like we, we used to, my, my parents and grandparents used to call them the stories. Right. And and you know Macy's and Belk. Tell us a little bit about how did that happen, and you know, what, how how did you feel? What was that experience like? You know, you talked about the challenges, but let's let's focus on some of the successes. Oh yeah, no, the successes are definitely the inspiration behind continuing the brand and the business. I, I do believe that I have something special, challenges and all. Um, but yeah, just um, the irony of putting yourself out there is that I believe that God or the universe, whatever people call it, will bring it back to you, right? So you put yourself out there. Um, I put myself out there for... Uh, big box stores, including Macy's and Belk. And uh, Belk was a designer competition that I had entered and um, I won (laughs) the competition. I was one of the winners of the competition. Uh, That was 15 stores that uh, I was in, Belk stores and and Belk.com. And so it it just, uh, it was amazing. I just remember that day, it was vividly because it, you know, it, was, it was a day that I was just so afraid about the presentation. And, you know, you had the Belk team there and you know, 
you're <laughs> sitting there nervous and um it's funny because one of the the vps uh in marketing he said to me he said breathe <laughs> <laughs> he could see you were holding your breath and you could <laughs> he could see that i was about to pass out in five minutes okay um but yeah i um I remember that day and I remember after and it was you know hundreds of entries into to the competition um but just to know that it was something about my brand that that they thought was a fit with uh with Belk and uh, it was it was it was amazing and then Macy's you know what I love about these companies that are just doing more for small businesses and small brands and you know developing competitions and developing uh opportunities um you know I've looked at so many of them over the years like target and it's just amazing it's wonderful to be honest with you um because you know of course in the past big big box stores really focused on the major brands mm -hmm. um and so now to have these opportunities to to come along and you know you put yourself out there and you never know um so yeah i had that opportunity a couple of times and it's just been amazing fabulous and then cbs that was such a fluke. I mean, <laughs> I, I, no, that was the universe. Like you said, not a fluke. That was the universe. Okay, was, go ahead. <laughs> I tell you, um, they reached out to me uh, via the website. And I thought it was, you know how you get these scams, you yes. know? Yes. I thought it was a scam. I really thought it was a scam until I called. Um, and I thought it was one of my friends playing because she'd always, she's a big soap opera watcher. And she <laughs> always said, you know, your bags would be great on soap opera. But they always focus on bags. And so I really thought it was her and I texted her. Like, but you know. I got to say something. It's just so interesting how our friends speak <laughs> our dreams into an existence, right? She was talking about it before you even thought about it. <laughs> I I give her full credit for it. I said, you spoke that into existence. Mm -hmm. You spoke that into existence. And the ir irony of it is that it's very specific. She said the young and the restless specifically. So wow. that, that is so crazy. But yeah, they, they reached out to me on the website um, and, and was interested in featuring the bag. So it was two seasons of The Young and the Restless. You could see all of the major uh, uh, characters carrying the bags. It was oh, wow. So you said you text your friend. Excuse me, I interrupted you. You said you text your friend and what happened? And she's she said, I did not have nothing because I thought she might have called or entered or, you know, sent some sort of notification uh, or was just playing like, you know, this is the young and the wrestlers kind of thing. <laughs> um, but she said no. And she was just she freaked out because she was so excited. So, yeah, it was a big thing about, you know, who could spot the piece of rod bags on the young and the wrestlers. And, uh, so <laughs> wow. And for two seasons. Yeah. Yep, it was wonderful. So and are you still gloating? Oh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, so it, it, this is great to hear of not only the challenges, but also of your successes, because a lot of times 
you know, our minds play tricks on us, right? And we tend to focus on the negative instead of the positive, but it's the positive that keeps us going. And the challenges uh, are part of the process, right? They're part of the growth process. Um, there's no way you can have a uh, success without understanding failure. You know? Absolutely. I'm so glad that you said that. Um, I think when you're younger, you don't understand that. Or when you're just getting into it, you might not comprehend that. But those failures are actually successes in disguise, right? Because you learn so much from those failures. Um, and I, I now, in retrospect, I, I do appreciate those no's that I was getting in the very beginning. I do appreciate those failures. I appreciate not knowing what I was doing um, because it was all a part of the, the plan. So let me, I, I want to go back uh, to your nose. You just mentioned all those nose. What, what was it that just kept you going? Like, despite the nose, what was it that kept you inspired? Because a lot of people stop short of the, the goal, right? Because they, and you, you're here, you're thinking about the steady check. You, you're thinking about all these nose. What was it that just kept you in the spirit of perseverance? Um, one of the things when we talk about what, uh, what you need around you to be successful, I think you really do need a team like of people. And it doesn't have to be a team that you're paying. It's not a paid team or you know, director of this or a VP of that. Just your friends, <laughs> it could be you know colleagues. It could just be people that inspire you, keep you encouraged, um, and that's exactly what it was for me. People saying, "You got this. You can do it. Don't give up." Um, and then it was the people that were buying the bags. You know, there were people who were who really loved the bags, and so it was like, "Okay, I have to be doing something right." So these no's are probably just a part of the process, um, and so that did it. Kept me encouraged. My my friends, my family, um, and and those early customers who were like, "No, you can't do that. You can't give up. This is this is going to work." That's good. That's good. So uh, beyond Pisha Rod and Company, what are you doing? Uh, to give back to the community, to make an impact in the community. You know, we all, or at least I believe, and I hope you believe this too, that we should all be in service in some type of way uh, in terms of impacting uh, the communities that uh, we live in and the communities that we do business in. You know, social responsibility should be a part of a business plan. In fact, it should be a part of the, the, the whole business growth strategy. So what are you doing in order to make an impact in, the, in, in your community? Oh, I love this question. I love what you do. So thank you for what you do. Um, thank you. I make that, that is a core pillar of the business of P. Sharon & Co. Um, we realize that right now we focus on women. Women are our customers. Um, and we want to establish more than just a buy-sell relationship with our customer. Um, and we do that in a number of ways and giving back to women and girls. Specifically, we focus in that, in that area. Um, 
we call it Pichirata on purpose. And there are a couple of components to purpose-driven activities that we do. Um, so annually we do Clutch Woman of the Year, which is a, a recognition of a woman in the community who focuses on giving back to her family, to her community, and uh, and and at work. So um, we do a, a big celebration for identifying who that woman is and what she has done, and highlighting who she is. So uh, Clutch Woman of the Year is uh, one of our annual uh, give backs or recognitions. Um, we do uh, When Girls Dream which is a, um, an, an activity that we do for a week with young girls. Um, we focus on leadership. Um, uh, we focus on self-esteem. Um, we've done some great things in partnership with IBM, with Google under the When Girls Dream umbrella. Um, we also do a activity um, called the Pink Purse Project, which we've done in partnership with uh, Susan G. Coleman, um, where we give a portion of proceeds back. We de design leather handbags in the pink colorway um, and give back a portion of sales to the, um, to the Coleman Foundation. Um, and so there are a number of other things, Dress with Success, we've done some events with them, but it's all just to focus on women and girls and give back um, and community. And we realized how critical, how important it is for us to see ourselves as a part of the village that we live in, that we work in. Um, they have given so much to us. I mean, the community just gives so much to Pichirat. It would be remiss and just selfish not to, to give back. It's so great to hear about uh, all of those uh, efforts and initiatives. I know early on in 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 Pisharad, <clears throat> the group, one of the uh, nonprofits I work with, Light Forces, you donated a bag to us and for our uh, live auction. And so, it, I mean, I know for a fact that you do great work, and just that little gift made a big impact on on the community uh, that communities that we serve because it helped us to raise funds. Yes. Yeah. So, so uh, what is your, uh, what, what it, uh, Christmas is coming up. You uh, were, we're just weeks out from the holiday. Uh, what plans do you have? Do you have some new bags in store? What, I mean, what, what is going on with you and your holiday vision? How, how can we get a hold of some of those bags? <laughs> yes. Yes, so we're uh, so excited about the holiday season. Um, we have a great fall collection, um, fall winter collection. We have a new color that we're dropping on Friday. Um, and it's a, a beautiful olive color with some new bags. And so that's really exciting. Um, we have some sales coming up, some events in the Metro Atlanta area. Um, definitely check us out on pcharad.com where you'd be able to get take advantage of the Black Friday sales coming up. Um, um, these are usually our biggest sales of the season. So we do the deepest discounts. Um, and so, yeah, great events coming up. We're doing something in conjunction with um, the Village Market here in Atlanta. We're doing something with at the Pittsburgh Yard um, coming up for, for Black Friday. So, uh, yeah, pretty exciting stuff coming up for, for the holiday season and, and great discounts. So uh, you can definitely find us on pcharad.com 
as well as on uh, social media at Peach Broad Bags to get those the skinny on the discounts. <laughs> yeah, we've got to make sure we sign up for that mailing list. Yes, yes, absolutely. So Donna, um, I am a big advocate for um, higher education and I know you are too. And we always like to ask, what is your strategy for college success? Tell us, where did you attend school? Uh, what was your major or majors and your degrees? And what strategy would you provide students to ensure that they're successful in college? Um, so I have an undergraduate degree in mass media journalism from Kane University in New Jersey. I have an MBA in marketing from Clark Atlanta University. Um, and um, my uh, strategy or my um, perspective on success in college is, I think it would include uh, surrounding yourselves with the, the right group of people. Um, I think the group of people that I had, we were all on the same page in terms of what, what our goals were for school. Yes, there's an opportunity for fun, but you do have to focus on the, on the end goal and that's to graduate and you know get a career going. So I think it's surrounding yourselves with the right people. I think that mentorship is underrated. <laughs> I think we talk about mentorship as just a part of a checkpoint, but getting the right mentor, um, making sure that you request a mentor, um, mentors, because you don't have to have just one, is, is critical because there are so many people, we talk about community and give back. There's so many people who want to help and they want to support a college student. So put yourself out there, expose yourself to making sure that you, um, you get a mentor. And then I think focus, focus and well-roundedness is uh, are two other components I think that are extremely important for, for success uh, in, in a college student. Good advice, surround yourself with the right group of people that will help to keep you on your mission of uh, completing your education. Completing, mm -hmm. a lot of people go to school but don't have the opportunity to complete it. Make sure you get yourself a mentor, focus on your uh, plan to graduate, right? And be well-rounded. Thank you so much, Donna King, that was great advice. A special thank you to the incredible team of the Empowerment Zone. Terry Gully, theme song, NADWorks, digital support, and of course, our featured guest, 